Hey, hey, hey. Thanks for tuning in to KAZ Radio TV. It's your girl, Angela. And thank you for tuning in to another No More Triggers podcast. How's everybody doing today? I am doing just marvelous. All right. So on today's episode, I am going to be recounting a couple of things that I went through with the first and second episode and then I'm going to talk a little bit about um, as far as where me and the person I went through situation is in our lives uh, talk about my accomplishments and my my goals um, but first, y'all know I have to start with my shout outs. All right, so I'm gonna do my first shout out to Siobhan Jordan. Siobhan, I knew her for a very long time, went back to school, everything. I know her sister, uh, Siobhan Jordan, she did my hair. So if you guys need your hair braided, she's good at braiding hair, she's really good at doing hair, and she has really good, reasonable prices. She's really good. So DM her, Siobhan Jordan. Thank you, Siobhan, for getting my hair together. Next, I want to give a shout-out to May from Raya's Nails. Uh, she did my nails. Ooh, I don't know if I can see them. <laughs> but uh, she did my nails. You know, I really don't get my nails done too much, but I wanted to, you know, treat myself for my birthday, and I got in the soonest appointment. But I, I love them. I like them. They're really natural colors. They ain't the, the extra lime green and stuff like that. I'm that's just not me. No, nothing wrong with it, but that's just not me. All right, and then of course, shout out to my viewers who watched my last two podcasts. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I really appreciate you. All right, so speaking of which, if you did not get a chance to watch my first two podcasts, if you can go on KAZ Radio TV, you scroll down, you go to the search, you put in no more triggers, and you will be able to. Uh, view all of my videos so just go on www.kazradiotv go down to the uh, search bar and then type in no more triggers and you'll be able to see all of my videos and also I display them on my Facebook page also and it's on other platforms as well uh Another thing before we get started, um, if y'all can just take some time out and go check out my website, www.aclproductions with the S dot org. That's www.aclproductions.org. And you know, just look at some previous videos that I did, previous pictures, uh, things of that nature, and um, what's to come. All right, so let's see. Lastly, if you would like to be a guest on the show, just DM me under Angela Lane. Uh, talk about it. Let's talk about your triggers. Um, also, DM me if you want shout-outs, 
uh, if you want um, your business advertised or anything of that nature, uh, you can reach me. If you know me personally, just you know reach out to me personally. If not, um, you can also contact me, um, ACL Productions on Facebook, and ACL Production Two. 2016 2016 at yahoo.com and just email me and let me know if you want to be a guest want a shout out and I'll give you details about how to do everything alright so as I said earlier today I'm going to just highlight on a couple of things that I talked about the last couple of shows and then we're going to move forward and try to conclude what is called my story okay so as I talked about uh, last week and I got me some little notes right here so I make sure I keep on track because I can get way off track and then I won't get finished alright but um, to start off uh, like I was saying last week every relationship always start off with the happy times it's always the happy times um, it's when people get comfortable and that fake skin starts to slowly peel off is when they start to show the real them and I always say especially um, now that I'm more aware um, that it, it takes a good 90 days to get to, to know someone some people show it right at the beginning and I call that a blessing because thank you for showing me this so I won't you know waste my time the ones that that be sneaky and try to portray the person that you are attracted to or that you want to uh, pursue and then once you get all wrapped up in that situation then they start to peel back them layers and and voila but now you you all in love and you you wrapped up in it and it, it's it's mind-boggling it's it's confusing um so what else did I talk about so the back to the basics I was like I said before I was with him for about four and a half years I met him was delivering a pizza he eventually moved in and then when within a couple months I want to say he eventually just like quit his job and like I stated before he didn't he only had two jobs out of our whole four and a half relationship um, which was very frustrating at times um, and as I said before when these situations happen it don't just first fight and then he just being you up sometimes the situation is they they get you right where they want you it, it, they make you very very vulnerable to the point where you feel like you don't have nobody because by that time they didn't isolate you from everybody and then that's when they feel like they can go in and really start pounding on you and everything so for me um you know, we had at the beginning, the first whole year, I want to say it wasn't, it wasn't that bad. Um, we had our regular fights as couples um, with him, with the females, you know, just regular in general fights. Um, that first big fight we got into, as, as I said before, 
is when um, he took the the gun situation. We took the gun, and when his cousin ended up killing herself, and then it retracted to him blaming me. It was like something at that point. That's when something started. To, it, w- it wasn't the same. It started to change right then and there. So, um, I was just thinking that he was grieving, you know, and I was just trying to, I I never lost anyone to a suicide. So I really didn't know how to help him with that situation. I didn't know how to feel about that situation. I know it was a very sad situation, but, and I can, I can, empathize for him but I couldn't completely put myself in that sho- in his shoes but when he flipped it around it was like I don't understand you know why is he making this you know backlash on me then I was like oh maybe it's how he cope so I dealt with it it was after let's see after that his grandmother and his father both passed away so it wasn't only his cousin but then it was the other two deaths and that really i know that really took a toll on him and i don't never want to make an excuse for anybody but at the time this is what the excuses i was making for him in my head in order for me to stick around and deal with the mental abuse um and he started it started off mentally he would you know just basically just tell me every day how I'll never be nothing nobody never want me you know it's it gets draining hearing it every single day every single day and you ladies and gentlemen and everybody who went through it y'all can relate to um what I'm saying um ultimately it started to get to where he was controlling now so now after he's trying to like wear me down mentally now I'm every name in the book I'm a B I'm a this I'm a that and um I couldn't you know do certain things couldn't hang out with my family I couldn't be gone too long like everything had to be evolved around him and him all the time but if he wanted to go and do something he could and I just, you know, it's, I just always felt like it's a a, a double a double standard when it comes to that, you know. Um, you guys have to realize, and we we do this a lot, you know, especially with new relationships. We don't realize that, in a certain sense, um, when you when someone is being controlling because we sometimes think it's cute like you know you wear something you wear something real cute or something like that and you saying that you're about to go out or this and that and he like uh-uh where you think you're going you about to go you about to go change you ain't leaving out with that on and you thinking oh he's so cute you know he you being gullible you laughing it off you so jealous i changed for my boo you know this this and that and it gets to a point where now it's like he says it so much now you waiting for his approval for every outfit you put on 
Is this one cool? Is that one cool? Now he's changing your wardrobe, you know, and that's what, you know, he did to me. He like broke me. Now I used to dress really cute, really girly. I mean, I, I am tomboyish. I do have my tomboyish ways, but um, he broke me down. Like anything that I put on, I had, he, he always basically wanted me in sweats or, you know, nothing too revealing or, you know, things like that. But I feel like, you know, if you are confident within yourself and confident in a relationship, you shouldn't worry about what your other partner have on. That's, you know, you should want to, this is my girl. Look what she got on. She look nice. Y'all wish y'all had her, but y'all don't. She's mine. But it is it's never the case. So that's when it, you know, um, back to the story. So after those, that's when he starts to get like more controlling. You know, if I'm going to the store too long, things of that nature. Um, so fast forward after the the uh, controlling. Now it's my son is born, and as my son is born, now it's more more physical I want to say um it wasn't as physical when I was pregnant it was more uh just a lot of shoving pushing shoving and, and things of that nature um of course uh the at the last podcast I told y'all about how he uh spit in my face you know he'll do things like that like little things like that he will never actually hit me um but after that's when you know that's when I got my my um my head busted that's when I got the two black eyes that's when I got the the um broken the broken toes twice and it was you know a couple of incidents that I left out before that I couldn't get to um that I did want to talk about just a little bit um but it was uh, one incident where, you know, we was arguing. Of course, everything starts with an argument, right? But um, he hit me so hard on my right side that um, I lost partial hearing. So I can't hear too, too well out of my right ear now because of that. Um, and a another incident is this time the police actually uh, got called. Um, and I remember they took him, and at the time, my friend Esherika, hey Rika, I love you. Uh, at the time, my my friend Esherika, she had came over to keynote and stayed wanted to stay the night with me to help keep me company and stuff. Um, and you know, I, she had her baby with her, but I was just you know thankful to have the comp, uh, you know, the company over. So. We getting ready to, you know, call the night. She was uh, sleeping. She was going to sleep downstairs on the couch. And um, I was, you know, upstairs in my room. Now, when the police took him, mind you, I didn't know if they took the keys from, you know, took possession of the keys or not. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know how long he was going to be in there or what was going to happen. So, um 
she, I told her to make sure that she locked the door and locked the screen door as well. As long as that screen door was locked, he definitely couldn't he couldn't get in. But um, if the screen door was unlocked and he had a key, he could just easily walk in. So, you know, we went to sleep. I know the screen door and everything was locked. Um, before I went to, we lay down and went to sleep and I woke up to Rika yelling <laughs> she's like all I hear is Angie in the house but when she was hearing it when I was opening my eyes he was already like standing right there and so like all types of crazy stuff was running through my head I know if he was like about to try to kill me I didn't know like what was going on that was like one of the most scariest moments mind you my friend had just ran out the house <laughs> and left me <laughs> but it's at the time like all kind of like crazy stuff was like r running through my head I didn't know what to think but um luckily you know God was on my side he didn't you know he wasn't trying he wasn't on nothing crazy he was you know wanting to talk about situation blah 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 you know how I go get mad want to then they want to come make up and yada 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 um so of course I eventually uh you know took him back I can't remember what the incident you know was about but you know we had talked it over and everything and we ended up uh getting back but i never knew like how the door got unlocked so i ended up calling my friend i'm like hey what, what happened how the door got and she had to go back out to her car and get something and when she came back in she forgot to lock the door so i was like okay um i wasn't i wasn't mad at her or anything it was just like it just happened so fast and at the at the the moment it was just like I wasn't even thinking about, you know, her or, or why she leave me or why she ain't stay, and, you know, and all those, you know, type of things. I understand she got a baby. She trying to, but at least she did, you know, yell out and, you know, forewarn me that he was there. But I mean, by that time it was too late. He was already there. If he wanted to, you know, kill me, that would have been his, his time of glory to do it. But, you know, luckily that didn't happen he wasn't that crazy so um but let's see so after those you know those incidents of believe me people it's, it's a lot more but um and people been telling you know putting the idea in my head maybe i should write a book you know everybody write books i really don't want to i mean it's, it's lingering around in my head a little bit kind of sort of a little bit so i might consider it you know futuristically i got a lot you know on my plate right now so a book would be something like later on later on down the line maybe when i got a lot lot more more accomplished and so let's uh, see so hmm what else i want to talk about so basically after that I don't think I told y'all that after the fact that everything was said and done and he was out the house that he stalked me for about I want to say almost three months and it was like every time I would leave get ready to leave out the house boop he'll be like right there 
and I'll try to like trick them and like park, you know, in different, you know, parking spots, stuff like that. You know, by that time I had a car and everything, but you know, I'll try to, you know, trick them so he don't know, you know, where I'm at, but of course he knew my car, so I couldn't do too much and he knew where I stayed at. So, um, I ended up like kind of sort of like rushing into something, which I shouldn't have did, but I did. And that was like basically the only way for him to get him to leave me completely alone was when someone else was there because the type of person that he was, was in, 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 in public, you would think that you wouldn't think you wouldn't think anything actually. You just think he's a you know regular guy, nine to five, blah blah blah. It's the behind doors when his claws come out that people wouldn't see. And so, um, that was like it was scary at times. And it just took that one little simple incident and then to make me be like, nope, I'm gone. I'm done with it. But, I, you know, I'm I'm glad I did. And I just know that right now my son will be 14. And me and him, we have a, a parenting plan. And... You know, we stick to we we were sticking to that because we couldn't work things out on our own. We was always you know button heads and things like that. So just to make it simpler, we just went on and and got that done out the way. Um, but all this time, I would say up until this year, me and him are finally on like okay terms, where it's. And I think it's mostly because of my, you know, my son getting older. Like now he can more communicate with, with him with, and he don't have to really communicate with me, you know, as much. And for some fact that now that, you know, he can, my son can freely tell him, you know, what he wants to tell him. And, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't have to come through me or anything like that. And you know, I feel like I'm with me telling my story and, you know, getting it out there and talking about it. And with us being on a smooth level, I finally feel I, I want to say that I was free before, but it's like I'm somewhat free of the situation. And I can really say that my past is my past and is not haunting haunting me um but there are things that i have to that i have to work on um i used to look at my triggers as like something bad but i soon came to realize that my triggers they basically keep me aware to keep me focused of what i want and what i deserve out of a man i am more alert of those um what we call what I call purple flags. I think I was saying red flags. I wasn't saying purple flags, y'all. <laughs> but um it, it you know it makes me more aware of, you know, the the purple flags and let me see it quicker 
than what I, you know, used to. So you just got to know how to, con you know, know how to control them and know how not to get too much in your head. Now, my 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 triggers is again when when a guy tries to be, you know, controlling or in in my head too controlling some things. I'll, you know, but if it's like more than a couple of occasions, then I'm now, now my light bulb is going off. But um, yeah, I don't like no one to really, you know, control me in a negative, negative way. I put it that way. I'm always up for uh, positivity, but in a negative way, I don't like to be uh, controlled. Now, if he's trying to, you know, help me as in structure and getting this together, getting that together, I'm all down for it. Lead the way. But as far as the negative that's what I the negative controlling that's what I don't like um I have accomplished a lot of things I don't give myself enough credit for it um like I should but I do I did accomplish a lot some things that I did accomplish was straight out of high school I did go and get my associate's degree uh, in business I also uh, took STNA classes. I also went to dental assisting school. Um, I went to dental to do dental hygiene. It didn't work completely out how I wanted it, but I ain't giving up on that either. So that's still part of my life plan, get that completed. Uh, I started my nonprofit, ACL Productions. Um, I started my plays, DJC which stands for Deaf Jeller Change. It's a play and a fashion show. It tells a domestic violence story while showing off great fashion. And I have been doing that steadily. This would have been the fifth year. Um, but, you know, of course, due to COVID, couldn't do it, unfortunately. Um, but I have accomplished that. Let's see. What else have I accomplished? I have accomplished speaking about my story every podcast I come on here I'm nervous but I'm, I get a little more calmer a little more relaxed um my first one I was just all in my head I was all over the place and I'm starting to as it's coming out as I'm repeating it and as I go back and I listen to it and I go back and I listen to myself listen to my story listen and it just makes me feel uh, I can't describe the feeling I really can't but it really it makes me just feel just yes I got through that I did it I know it's worse stories than than mine's but I still went through something and I got through it uh, I also accomplished my oldest son graduating high school no kids uh he's very smart very intelligent right now he got a computer software job intern job so keep my fingers crossed that he sticks with that um i have some goals i usually try to set some um short length goals and long length goals but i'm gonna tell you a little bit my about my about five-year goals so my five-year goals is to like own my own house to and own multiple properties with it because as i said i was taking uh, 
uh, property management, I mean, not property management, property investing classes, real estate investing classes with blots. Check them out, blot, blot, blot. But um, yeah, I was taking, taking those classes, so I wanna have multiple properties. I want my plays and my fashion shows to be shown in multiple cities. I wanna have about three movies done. I want to have both my build my nonprofit buildings, the one for when I'm putting on my plays and fashion shows and the one for my basic community center. Uh, let's see, what else do I want? I want a lot. And oh I wanna be completely debt free too. But I, I know it's a lot, but I never give up on my goals. So even if I don't make the five year cut, whatever's left on my list, I'm just gonna put it in my next five year plan. That's just how I do it. You know, I try to, you know, plan things out and everything. Um, so, basically, that's my story, y'all. I'm going to leave it at that, come to that conclusion. Um, let's see. I know I left some things out. But don't forget to tune in to my next podcast, August 12th at 1 p.m. for the next episode of No More Triggers. And remember... Learn how to control your triggers. Don't let your triggers control you. Peace out, everybody. Thank you for viewing. Love you guys.